But yeah, that dude was looking handsome in that picture with the spike baseball bat. Oh, he's he's an extremely handsome baseball player. Yeah. So good he's at young, baseball. Tall, athletic, insanely good. He's an MVP for Christ's sake. Yeah. He's MVP for using that spiked bat of his. Yeah, that, that part's a joke. <laughs> Fuck you, Ubisoft again for your fucking stupidity. Yeah, that's that's the real that thing. That could never fucking happen, period. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So you got to tell me about Cyberpunk, though. Did you play that? Uh, I, I played like flat one hour, and that was it. I haven't touched it since. I don't give a shit about that stupid well, how, fuck of a game. How was it? I mean, did anything fucked happen while you no, were playing? No, no. Like, the first oh. chapter was fine. Okay. I got through, like, the very first little mission where your uh, buddy Jackie drops you off at your apartment, and you're supposed to immediately take a nap. But, like, you can look around your apartment... And there's a wardrobe where you can change your clothing outfit, or you can go to your like weapons cache where you can like store your backup supplies and shit. And then there's a shower where you can choose to take a shower and you can look inside your bathroom mirror. And so I like look at the bathroom mirror and you can pick different faces to make. And then I choose to take a shower thinking like, oh, this is why I spent all that time <laughs> picking out the perfect nipples and dick. And no, no, it's what just a cutscene of like water running down the sprinkler. That's it. There's like no dick <laughs> whatsoever. What was the point of any of that being included in this bullshit garbage fucking game? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do I ever get That's to... That's hilarious. I, I'm not going to play this game far enough to see if I ever get to see the dick or not in action. But what a waste of time. This game is stupid as fuck. Which dick did you choose? The smallest one. Penis number one or number two? I mean, there's only three options. I think number or one three. is default, which is medium. I think if you go to the right, it's big. If you go to the left, it's small. So you, you went to the one on the left? I went small, yeah. Okay. I'm still disappointed about the dick options. My, uh, my... I'm more disappointed by the nipple option that you talked up like crazy last well, week. I thought there was All nipples. All you can pick is nipples yes or nipples no. Yeah, that it's, sucks. You don't even get to pick like how big an areola you have. Yeah, it's bullshit. I agree. It's so disappointing. I was, I was, this mis- game I was sucks. misunderstood. Fuck you, Rockstar Red CD project thing. Yeah. Fucking learn to make a game. <laughs> exactly. The Witcher. Fuck the Witcher. Gives a shit about the Witcher. I don't. Not even fuck Henry Darryl. Cavill could make me give a shit about the Witcher. <laughs> no one can do that now. My my stepdad asked me about cyberpunk. He's like, so uh, what's I I think he read something. He's like he he's like what's what's the deal with this cyberpunk? It's like, well, you know, it's a buggy game, but the real problem is the dick customization options that they talked. He can't he can't do. You don't have any sliders. It's it's a fucking bullshit. I mean, it might be an okay game. Like the first mission, all you do is like uh. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're you're like a hitman working for some like powerful rich guy and for whatever reason he like fires you and the mob takes your little like fighting computer chip thing and then your best friend Jackie who's supposed to be like this Hispanic sort of like Vato kind of guy but he looks more just like a big bruiser. I don't know. He, he does not look at all Hispanic. But anyway, he just talks very, very Vato-esque. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and, uh, but like, or wait, no, his name's not Jackie, it's Jamie. But um, if he's supposed to be like a Hispanic, Latin American, like Vato character, why is he keep pronouncing his name as Jamie and not as Jaime? 
Yeah, I was just thinking about Jaime because I was I just watched that uh, Narcos episode where Jaime gets shot in the fucking head, and the guy's like, "Oh, Jaime," like on the phone when he gets shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that. I, I just thought you, that was funny. Fucking yeah. amazing. <laughs> I'm just like, I was just very distracted that they were calling him Jaime and it's like I had this, the subtitles were on. It's just like, that's, that's Jamie. That's not Jaime. Oh, Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, I mean, like, the first mission is like, uh, you have to rescue this fucking woman from, I don't know, someone's trying to abduct her or something. Yeah. Stupid. I don't know. But you go into a, uh, uh, an apartment building with, uh, Jaime. And it's basically like the tutorial where it shows you about like ducking from bullets and shooting your gun. And you take out a bunch of bad guys and then you find her like semi alive, barely just hanging on to life inside of a bathtub with another body over top of her. Like, I don't know if they're like harvesting organs or some shit. And you just kind of like call this medical emergency rescue thing that arrives in like two seconds. And they like all hold guns at you as you're like placing the girl on the ground so that they can do work on her and like take her off to the ER. Okay. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Cool. I have no idea. I don't know. Sounds fun. Maybe this is a fun game, but I'm disappointed by the whole customization shit. So I'm immediately <laughs> returning it. Cause that was all I wanted to play. I just couldn't make my own dick good enough. Yeah. I don't give a yeah. fuck about the storyline of this game. Exactly. It's already a disappointment for me. Right. I didn't meet. I haven't met Keanu Reeves yet either, which I was assuming like he would be right off the bat. Yeah, I don't know when he comes in. It'll be a Gerasmus Day miracle if Keanu Reeves shows up. All right, you ready to get this uh, Polar Express on the tracks? I'm a little bit confused by that last statement. Why would it be a Gerasmus Day miracle? We all know he's in the game. He shows up at some point. Oh, well, I'm just trying to transition like into the uh, beginning of the show. I have to like search out somewhere. It's just I haven't made it that far in the story because I got bored and angry at it because it's bullshit and I can't fucking choose the right dick and nips. <laughs> I do like, no, the one thing I have to give it credit for is the pubic bush uh, selections. Yeah. Like you could choose, like, I, like, there's one that's like a hairy, like, porno dude dick, like, uh, pubic hair sailing all the rest look like they're specifically for vaginas it's like a landing strip <laughs> it's like a little like heart shape i gave myself the the heart yeah obviously sure but i mean i haven't seen it on screen yet since i chose it so what was the fucking point <laughs> i don't know you got to keep playing to find your dick i don't want to keep playing man i i'm actually i am actually having way more fun playing assassin's creed even though that thing is fucking dude so like they did this thing called the yuletide event which is their stupid little christmas tie-in bullshit but since they released that the game is a thousand times fucking buggier and everything on the game is fucking broke so now if you play for like five to ten minutes and then you try to use a fast travel, it just instantly will go through the like normal fast travel loading screen and it'll just plop you back in the same spot. But you're kind of like half in the ground, half running like into like out of frame into nothingness. And so you're just stuck there and you can't like bring up the map and you can't bring up any like way to stop moving or get out of that spot you're just stuck there so you have to exit out to the main screen or the uh playstation screen and reload the fucking game it is a fucking train wreck now 
But for whatever reason, I'm still having more fun with that game because I found Cody Bellinger finally. So it was all worth it. Yeah, now you can send that one back too. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm debating whether or not I should try the story the rest of the way because I'm not far at all in the story. I really? just wanted to find Cody Bellinger. Oh. I mean, I do I do still want to... Just sailed all the, around uh, looking the for... The of Legion. Okay. No, I don't... Oh, God, no. I fucking hate <laughs> traveling by boat in that game. That's the most boring fucking thing ever. But they sing you Viking shanties, or they play those Or I can pick songs. to hear stories about their wars. Yeah, yeah, right. It's cool. Fuck that. War story. Yeah, I hate I hate war stories. Like, I hate any stories, really. It's like someone tells I me a story. any game where I have to travel with someone to, like, a specific spot yeah. in the game to continue the story. Like, in Red Dead 2, like, you had to take those nine-hour-long yeah. horseback rides up the mountains just with oh, a buddy like talking it. to you about some stupid shit. Yeah, that's great. And this great. game's the exact same way. It's fucking stupid. Why do people do that? I don't want any of that in my video game. But, like, I want to beat the three daughters of Lyrion and get that Thor costume set. That's going to be badass, because then I can get Mjolnir, and I assume that's going to be awesome. Yeah, hopefully. Other than that, I don't really have anything I'm interested in doing in this game anymore that I found Bellinger. All right. Should have traveled by train. Dude, I wish that trains in that game. Yeah, that'd be so much better. That's all it'd take. That's why I keep playing Spider-Man, just for the subway train. (laughs) Yeah, you just got to go on the trains. Speaking of trains, let's get this one on the tracks. I see what you were doing there. I thought we were having this deep conversation, <laughs> About but you trains. were just using me. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing the intro because of that. You hurt me. Oh Jesus! Welcome to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. Our Jurassic special. Merry Jurassic to all and to all a good read or something. Something like that. That was clever, right? Yeah, very clever. Good job. Yeah. Today we are talking about Ant Man's Big Christmas, Marvel Team Up, Have Yourself a Sandman Little Christmas, and Ultimate Spider Man The Moon Night Before Christmas. Speaking of trains, let's start with this Ant-Man one, because I think this was a good pick. Do you? I do. <laughs> what, you didn't like Ant-Man? I mean, this was this was super weird. It was super weird. I liked it, though. Like, like the end, so like this 12-year-old kid writes a letter to Ant-Man, or he writes a letter to Giant Man in the Wasp, because Ant-Man is Scott Lang at this point in time in the uh, Avengers chronological order. And Ant, uh, fuck, Pim even explains that. He's like, well, I can't go as Ant-Man because I'm Giant Man now. Scott Lang is the only Ant-Man. And Janet's like, come on, it's for a stupid little kid's like Christmas miracle birthday present or some shit. Just make it happen. He's like, okay. Yeah, he has autism. They go to his family Christmas and he explains how all of his in-laws are such wretched fucking human beings and he wants Ant-Man and the Wasp to like show up at his Christmas party so that he could like brag to all his friends at school and finally become cool. Yep, that's how they started this out. Yeah, that's when it gets really good. So Ant-Man and the Wasp show up and they're hanging out with uh, Larry they're giving well, well wait long before they show up uh-huh. so pim has to call larry on the phone 
after receiving this letter to like set up like when they're going to come and everything and confirm. Oh, <laughs> and he calls his house and like Larry's mom picks up and answers the phone. And Hank Pym is trying to explain to this lady that he's trying to reach this little 12 year old boy named Larry who got a letter from and he's trying to meet up with him and he needs her help and just wants to talk to him on the phone. And she's calling him a pervert and she's like, oh, this is one of those Internet chat room things, isn't it? Yeah. I like that Hank Pym immediately becomes a pedophile within the first like two pages of this book. Yeah, that's awesome. There's like a lot of stuff like that that's kind of like a little bit more PG-13 than you'd expect from a Marvel book. But yeah, that was one of them. That was cool. But I like when they get to Larry's, they're like hanging out with him. And then, uh, well, we find out that Larry's dad or Larry's mom is like, you know what I want for Christmas this year? And his dad's just immediately like, for me to stop playing with my model trains so much and hang out, spend more time doing chores or something. He just immediately starts talking about his model trains. They've had that conversation a lot. Oh, yeah. You can tell. The, you can tell they talked about trains a whole lot. It was times. heavy on their marriage. Yeah. It's like, I don't like I the mean, conductor like, hat. Who could blame him? <laughs> right, exactly. It's badass. His dad is so fucking badass and cool. With his model train. Yeah, Arthur's the man. Yeah. And then we, uh, Larry tells Ant-Man and the Wasp about the family. And it's kind of like an interesting family. There's like the the aunt who likes uh, smokes all the time and wears perfume, that, which is funny because she's like, no, I'm smoking in this house. I'm a guest. I'm, so that means I can smoke here, which is pretty cool. Uh, then they have like a gropey uncle, or not a gropey uncle, but, no, but an have, uncle right, who so steals this, underwear. This one is insanely weird. Yeah. This Uncle Elmer, what he does is he goes into his sister, who is Larry's mom's underwear cabinet, and like steals like underwear and pa- bra and panties. And then he wears that in front of all of his family and in laws. No, I think which, that's, a, that's a sister in law, not sister. So I think that there is some creepiness there. For that, I don't think that's okay. That's less okay. That's a lot less creepy than still, I thought it was. Still not very it's still acceptable. Inter- it's still insanely wildly inappropriate. Yeah, but yeah, it's not nearly as creepy as if it was his own sister. Like yeah, I thought. Yeah, because okay. this is it's Arthur's cool, family. Because Arthur made a promise to his grandmother that he'll keep doing Christmas, even though his family's total assholes. And even even if he made that promise, it'd be like, dude, you can't like come here anymore. This is too much. You're like stealing my wife's underwear. Get the fuck out of here. You're definitely like at least stop inviting that guy, right? Like I, I think immediately you would just stop inviting him. Yeah, that deathbed promise you made yeah. to your mother to like invite your family over for Christmas Eve every year. I think she'll let that one slide when she learns like what a pervy scumbag yeah. fuck her other son was. Exactly. Then they had like a the braggadocious uncle, and you know that's annoying. I get that. And then we had the the twins coming in, and uh, they're like um, Larry's cousin, uh, well cousins. And there's like a, a photo of them, and he's like, "Oh, in this photo, they're uh, sticking a pencil up my ass or something like that." <laughs> so there's this family's really uh, annoying. Larry was right to call Ant Man and the Wasp. Giant Man. Oh, yeah. The book's called Ant-Man. I know. That's terrible. Yeah. Because, like, the first line, he's like, I'm no longer Ant-Man, by the way. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. So, like, they agree to help Larry on Christmas Day. And, like, Larry plots out the most, like, 
psychopathic, like, (laughs) revenge plots against each one of these family members. And for whatever reason, the superheroes, Hank and Janet, are a thousand percent on board with it. And Janet even helps him, like, torture one of his relatives at one point. Yeah. With the uh, uh, underwear-stealing uncle. Right. See, that was was a complete 180 from what I was expecting. And the underwear-stealing uncle, uh, his punishment, I have a problem with that. Because what they did was they just taped him to the inside of uh, a bra, which I assume is just Larry's mom's bra. So wouldn't he like that when he gets shrunk down and he gets to go in the uh, in the big, huge bra? I think he would I love would that. Think. Yeah, he's in heaven I mean, right there. Maybe not the spinning around because that might be scary. Yeah, that he might fall, I guess, and maybe get motion sick. But I was thinking like Janet was just going to put it on and just wear it with him in it or something weird like that and smash him. I was so confused. Yeah, it's like even then, I think he would like that too. Like that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. This is like heaven for this. Yeah, team. they should have like tied him to a, Elmer. Tied tied him to like a jock strap or something. It'd like make it gross. Yeah, like he threatened to throw him in the washing machine with all of his dirty yeah. underwear, and he was like, "Oh no, please not that. Make me big again, and I'll leave." Yeah, like like have your poop stained underwear and like throw them in that. That'd be way better. Like um the the ant yeah. who smokes cigars. So he sticks her in a cage with uh, It's like a box. It's like shit, a Tupperware. <laughs> dog shit, fish heads. Yeah. And like all right, so she agrees to stop smoking and she says she'll never wear that perfume again to their house. But like what who just because this one lady wears a perfume stench that's a little bit gross to you? I mean, that's kind of inter- that's kind of cruel to make her have to. Well, no, she was to, like, smoking. Never though. wear it again. Yeah, but yeah, the smoking. Yeah, she agreed to stop smoking, like... but she also they also made her agree to never wear her perfume again. Which I mean, that's just fucking mean. Well, no one wants some stinky. Maybe old her lady. natural scent is shitty as well, and that's she's true. covering that up with her perfume. It could be it. And maybe Larry, the 12-year-old shithead kid, doesn't like it, but all the, like, single fucking dudes in her, like, bridge tournament club, they love that shit and get rock hard for it. Like, how else is she going to get laid? She know. needs this perfume to get the dicks hard. Like <laughs> She's got to get the dicks hard. Girl. And I, I like when when he puts, uh, when he shrinks down the ant and puts her in the Tupperware, and he's like, you know, here's some, here's some uh, dog shit for you, and you just see, like, the shadow coming for her with her horrified face, like putting her in the box with dog shit. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was going to fart in the box. I thought that's what he was going to do. Cause he's like, Oh, you, I don't want, I don't like your odors. You're going to smell some of my odors. And then like just fart in the box and close the lid. But no, he just put dog shit in it. I think he should have farted in it. That would have been funnier. That would have been way funnier. It would have been funnier, but maybe not as traumatic. It'd be pretty traumatic. A giant, your nephew's huge ass coming to your tiny, uh, shrunken body. Yeah, but you're shrunken. When he's throwing that shit in there, you've got <laughs> a split second of time to run to the other side of the Tupperware before it like crushes you. That's true. And you drown in dog shit potentially. But the, but but that imagine like if you like fart and then like close the box like immediately. That'd be some. That'd be pretty traumatizing. I don't know. I th- I, th- I think the fart would have been. I'd rather funnier. live in the fart Tupperware box than the dog shit Tupperware box. And I just like I just like imagining Larry just like just farting in the box, like right in front of Ant Man and the Wasp too, and <laughs> just doing that. It's like that'd be way hey, funnier. Hey, Aunt, hey, Hank, can you hold this and uh, quickly seal that lid for me, Janet? Thank you, guys. Best Christmas present ever. I'm so glad I wrote you. Yeah. 
Thanks for enabling me like a fucking psychopath. <laughs> oh, man. And then at the very end, like all the family get, you know, runs off and Hank and Janet are like, all right, I guess we had a merry little Ant-Man miss. And then um, what they do is like Larry saves like the last two canisters of pin particles to use on his parents so they could like walk around in, in uh, the model trains. <laughs> He like takes no, some... this Christmas gift to them yeah. was to, to let his dad experience the Christmas train set, like, <laughs> all tiny and ride around on it. Yeah, that's the dream right there, dude. They got to that. I was like, I was like laughing out loud reading that. I was like, holy shit! I can't believe they're in this model train set. That's retarded. Lucky fucking bastard. I know. I'm jealous. All right, so I thought this was a great Christmas adventure. I, I enjoyed reading this book and just watching Larry become a serial killer right before our very eyes. <laughs> I, I love the Ant Man and the Wasp for just supervising and training him too. Yeah, and they're That's like, the "All right, you know, I guess you're doing okay there, Larry. Larry boy, it's cool." So, like, a couple notes I have here all at right. the very beginning. Um, all throughout this, like. Hank and uh, Janet were talking about how Janet wants Hank to go with her to her family Christmas party. And he's talking about how, like, Janet's family all hates him. And um, she's like, no, no, they don't hate you. And the entire time he was talking about that, I was like, oh, just wait until, like, a year or two from whenever this book was published. When you start beating the shit out of her, think of how much <laughs> they're going to hate you then, Hank Pym. <laughs> Their opinion of you is really going to change if they don't hate you right now. Nice. The opening scene, they show, like, all the Avengers that are there. And I like that they actually, like, included Beast and Black Knight. Super random to see Black Knight. That's a rarity. Wonder Man is there with uh, Scarlet Witch back when they were fucking. That was fun. Yeah. Quicksilver was there, too. Which is awesome. He could just put up those decorations real quick. Fuck yeah, he could. Yeah. Yeah, that was all the notes I had. All right. That's all I had, too. Great book. I would recommend it. Great draftsmith's pick. You want to hear some reviews? Sure. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Alright, I was able to find one review. It is four stars. And it's called A Marvel Christmas Carol. If Charles Dickens had been a scriber for Marvel Comics, he might have written something like this. Henry, quote, Ant-Man, Pym, is so wrapped up in his scientific undertakings that he fails to notice the holiday preparations of his fellow Avengers or even the presence of his wife Janet the Wasp Van Dyne in scanty lingerie. Since neither hero and oh yeah, that's another thing too. I forgot about the yeah, lingerie. That was weird. Before they went to bed, like Hank Pym is in full on like head to toe pajamas while Janet's <laughs> yeah. just going to bed in like uh the skinniest skimpiest of uh brown panties. Very adult for a, a Christmas miracle book. It is. <laughs> yeah, Hank Pym is dressed like he's in. He's going to bed in like a 50s sitcom or whatever. Just like, yeah, head to toe. He's wearing his socks to bed with his pajama pants and long sleeve overcoat. Yeah, and the nightcap. Um, anyway, yeah. And then Janet, goddamn, dressed like a stripper going to bed. Uh, since neither hero is willing to spend Christmas with their in-laws, Jan decides to accept an invitation to spend a holiday with one of their fans, a 12-year-old Pennsylvania boy whose relatives always ruin Christmas for him and his parents. 
Once there, the hidden heroes use Pym's patented shrinking gas to give a dose of their own medicine to Larry's cigar-smoking great-aunt Sadie, perverted Uncle Elmer, arrogant Uncle Harley, and obnoxious cousins Ned, Ted, and Martha. Okay, each of the relatives is an extreme caricature, and their rude awakenings at Larry's hand are perhaps a bit much for the day of alleged yuletide joy, but hey, it's funny stuff. This is by Tom Knapp, the rambles.net guy. Is a, he, he has a sign-off there, so this is really just an ad for this website, I guess. Well played, sir. Yep, good job. You need to you need to start transcribing our episodes. And just leave those on there. Yeah, we'll so other future comic book podcasts will be searching for reviews and just pick out ours. Yeah, that's true. Our our show. We'd have like a wall of text of just like a back and forth, just transcription, <laughs> talking about dicks. <laughs> and, so many cunts yeah. in there. <laughs> God, flagged and pulled yeah, exactly. So that's it for. Ant-Man's Big Christmas, so let's move on to Sandman's Little Christmas. So this was issue one of Marvel Team-Up from 1972, and it just happened to be a Christmas issue. So what did you think about Sandman Little Christmas? This was great. Okay. Why? I mean, because this one was from 1972, so... Man, what times have changed. They really have. Like, uh, Sandman's costume in this was fucking terrible looking. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a thousand percent more into like his modern day, just uh blue collar guy. Like, cargo pants and yeah. like a sweater vest or sweater. It's just like a tight t-shirt. He's wearing like this weird green cylindrical thing that looks kind of like a combination between like Whirlwind from Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the animated series costume. Kind of along with like, um, I don't know, there's a little bit of like Kang the Conqueror to it as well. It, it's a weird fucking costume. It is weird. And like, at the very end of this, like he says his name is William. I was like, oh, wait. So I went on Wikipedia just to read about the Sandman. I had no idea that his real name is William Baker. And he didn't change it until when he was in prison and got put in the same place at Rikers Island as his actual father who didn't know him. And then he just took on the alias of Flint Marco and changed his name to that. So his mom wouldn't know that he was a criminal. Oh, all right. So apparently that is his name. I never knew. I didn't know that either. I love Johnny Storm's clothing in this. (laughs) He's just wearing, it's like a neon green t-shirt with like olive green spots on it. He's got a blue Freddie Jones from Scooby-Doo fedora or ascot, I mean. Yeah, ascot. Oh, uh, yeah. Around his neck. And then he's got a purple vest over top of the neon green t-shirt. Awesome. It's fucking amazing. And uh, Spider-Man calls Johnny Storm a flaming freak cut at one point. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting name to call someone. So yeah, Sandman is like making mischief, but I can't really tell what he wants. Like what is like he's on the beach, he's just terrorizing the beach for no reason. It seems it's like, well, why are you doing that? I mean, yeah, he's not even doing anything illegal technically. Like he just like he just made showed up there and they like a giant oh, fuck wave that. that crashed onto some people and got him white at the beach. Yeah. Oh no. 
<laughs> and Spider-Man's just like, oh no, Sandman's here. Fuck that shit. Goes <laughs> after stop this guy's good day. Yeah. Also, I took a screenshot of one line that uh, Sandman had on the beach, I think. It goes, not since the wizard helped me rig up these little buttons, which turn me hard, faster and you can say cement block. So he has like buttons that make him hard. Yeah. <laughs> not his dick. His body mass. No, he means his dick. No, it was his body mass because then they immediately crashed into him when he was a brick wall. Right, yeah, he had like a brick suit, yeah, sure. But under that brick suit is, you can't tell me his dick is not hard. Well, of course it is. I mean, he's yeah. fighting Johnny Storm. Yeah, that's The handsomest true. of all the uh, superheroes. With his ascot. Yeah. Then Spider-Man mentions like, oh yeah, Sandman, it's like Christmas Eve. And he's just like, what? And then he like runs away. So he was surprised that it's Christmas. And then he's like committing more crimes to go see his mother. Uh, which I don't really know why he has it's just don't commit crimes when you're going to see your mother. Cause he, that seems to be what he just wanted to do. And then he gets there and he's like, Hey, Spider-Man, Johnny, Storm, quit being a dick. I'm trying to see my mom. And they're just like, Oh yeah. All right. We'll, we'll let you go see your mom. And then he just runs away. Of course, by the end there, I thought that was kind of a weird thing. It's like, can't you just like walk over there and not like terrorize the city? And then, then they won't bother you. I feel like you could well, blend that's not true. I mean, he wasn't doing any crimes when Spider-Man decided to put an end to his non-criminal wave. Well, then he's walking around he's hard. He's the beach. And then he's walking around hard and shit, so... You're yeah. allowed to have a boner at the beach. It's totally fun. There's no rule against it. Wait, we have to check the rule book here, I wonder. It's nature. You can't help that shit. <laughs> it gets you hard. They can't, they can't enforce it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I had fewer notes like- on this one. Oh, I had a ton. Really? Okay. So, um, Spider-Man talks about squiring Gwendolyn. Gwen Stacy was still alive at this point in time, mm. apparently. I do like that he says squiring instead of uh, dating. <laughs> they take the Fantastic Four's car, the Fantastic Car, which basically just looks like a shitty version of the Jetsons family vehicle, but it's a convertible version of it. Like, it doesn't have the little glass dome that keeps them all breathing inside. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, like every Spider-Man villain always calls him like Webhead or Web Brain at some point in time, but this is the first time I've ever heard him called Webwit, and that was from Johnny. That was a new one. I like that. Yeah. And then when they're uh, when Johnny Storm goes to stop that like frozen road for a second, that somehow the Sandman like froze a highway or some shit. And uh, Spider-Man couldn't help it, so he had to continue driving the Fantastic Car on his own. But uh, he refers to it as cockamamie. Yeah. Remember when people used to describe shit as cockamamie? Yep, I remember. Now it's just old Man. people. Spider-Man's Classic a boomer. 1972s. Yeah. I'm going to start calling shit cockamamie. Yeah. Uh, and then I just had one other question, which this could apply to any like Fantastic Four or any Johnny Storm story ever, probably. But, like, on page 28 specifically is when I noticed this. It's when they're in that little, like, underwater death trap thing that the Sandman built up and, like, tied them to each other and threw them in. But uh, Johnny Storm, like, they're both floating there and, like, Spider-Man takes a dive to keep Johnny's face up so that he can, like, heat up and burn the rope that's holding them underwater and, like, escape with Spider-Man and save them both. And Johnny Storm, like, flames on. 
and you could clearly see he's got like what looks like an outline of like a like wrestler trunk or like bikini bottom like short shorts on when he's in the flame up version of himself but then immediately when he unflames he's just magically back in like that same green shirt ascot and like vest combo how the fuck do his clothes not burn up and like how does like it's not he's not superman he doesn't have like the speed to like run into a nearby phone booth when those existed and change out of his clothing and it's not like he's spider-man who has like his superhero costume on underneath his normal clothes so like how the fuck did johnny storm change into these like short shorts and then immediately change back into like full-on gear before and after i'm super confused by that i've never thought about that before i don't know he has flame retarded clothing. But I mean, it's not because it's gone when he's in flame form. Science. Reed Richards, probably. Oh, fuck. Of course it was Reed. Yeah. That asshole. <laughs> so it's the greatest Jurassic book we've ever read. Wow. I think that about Ant Man. I was, way, I was way more into this just because of how out of date it was and like how different shit was back in simpler times. Really? Okay. Yeah. I love this. All right. No trains. That That is true. That was a big letdown, though. One star. <laughs> All right. Want to hear some reviews? Okay. I think these people probably agree with you. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. So, yeah, what you said about that, uh, it's old and nostalgic or whatever. That's pretty much what everybody in the reviews thinks. So this one is four stars. Great 70s cheese. You can't go wrong with a good team-up. No one is going to confuse this with Shakespeare, but if you want to see the mighty Marvel formula in action, here it is. Sit back and enjoy. All right, so there you go. It's not Shakespeare. It's close. Yeah, almost. Stan Lee. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Five stars. Great memories. Seriously enjoying these stories I read as a kid. Never thought I would have the chance after I lost my collection back in the day. So yeah, just everyone's just talking about like, oh yeah, this is, I, I remember that. So if you remember that, you can enjoy these books too. I think we should call this episode Cockamamie. All right. Oh wait, or Cockamamie Jurassic Miracle. Right. All right. I like it. Let's do that. Speaking of Spider-Man and his cockamamie. There you go. That was the yeah. easiest transition ever. Cockamamie shenanigans. Let's move on to our next segment. If I can uh, find the drop. Fuck these comic book shows. So I think we're finally done with this god-awful Spider-Man cartoon after this one. I definitely don't ever want to watch it again. I didn't want to watch it this time except it had Moon Knight in it. And I really wanted to see Moon Knight. Why have we watched this fucking terrible show so many times? I don't know. Because there's two <laughs> Halloween episodes. Like, and it just keeps featuring awesome characters from Marvel who they make god-awful and shitty versions of in this cartoon. Yeah, what's up with Moon Knight? So he, like, talks to the moon? Is that a real thing? No. Okay. No. <laughs> but it makes sense like, that he would talk I, to I the mean, moon. Because, you know. For, like, a children's cartoon, it's simpler to explain it that way than, like, this guy has... A bunch of uh, mental issues that he's suffering through and like 
multiple personalities and like paranoid schizophrenic and shit. <laughs> it's way simpler to explain to children that he just speaks to the moon itself. He 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 was easily fooled by Spider Man. Spider Man's like, oh yeah, I can hear the moon too now. And the moon says, uh, you got to help me. He's like, oh shit, really? Well, we got to do that then. That's like that's all he had to do. Yeah, I mean, come on, you you knew that wasn't <laughs> Conchu. Fuck you, Mark Specter. You know better. <laughs> moon Knight talks like Batman. I guess I never really thought about it. It is. It's uh, Diedrich Batter who oh. plays uh, Batman on the Harley Quinn animated series. No shit, series. okay. <laughs> and he does voice Batman in some of the newer stuff that uh, Conway doesn't do. All right, well, that explains that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Moon Knight, they're, they're fighting like an abominable snowman, and it's like coming in to punch him, and then it just punches Moon Knight, and he just doesn't do anything, and Spider-Man's like, yo, like, what the fuck? Moon Knight's like, oh, I'd I'd rather uh, I'd rather not waste the time blocking. How is blocking a waste of time? I feel like you're wasting more time getting hit and like recoiling from that. No, you just absorb the energy and use it back. <laughs> so, Although he doesn't have that power. He, yeah, okay. I was gonna ask if that's the thing he Bishop, does. But yeah, blocking's overrated. It is overrated. So this has nothing to do with this cartoon, but we're talking about blocking now. So. In Assassin's Creed, I'm still, I, I don't know how to parry. Like, I'm still fucking that up every single time I face one of those, like, super powerful witch characters. And man, I wish I knew how to parry in that game or took the time to actually, like, try it. Nah, it's a waste I play of time. On easy mode. I play on easy mode, so, like, anytime I go to, like, a raid or a battle, even if I'm, like, way under, like, skilled or under power leveled for what it suggests i still just immediately run in and just non-stop i'll duck and dodge and like i have a special ability that'll like slow down time for a second if i dodge perfectly and then i just murder them from behind like that but man i really need to learn how to parry for these like monster uh demon ladies and the uh legendary animal attacks that would really help nah man don't waste the time blocking yeah it's not worth it if more specter tells me it's not worth it now i know Moon Knight. Moon Knight would not do it that way, so I'm not going to. Yeah. We had Doctor Strange again in this episode. Lots of Doctor Strange in this show. Goddamn. Yeah. And, I mean, why is Spider-Man house-sitting for him? I don't know. Like, where is Wong, his, like, assistant, sidekick, manservant guy? Why is that guy not just house-sitting for him? Maybe he's on vacation, too. Why not just keep the door locked? Then you don't need Spider-Man, period. Yeah, he had, like, that spell that just keeps everyone out, so why do you need Spider-Man there? We had Girl Mysterio as well. That was interesting. Mysterio with, like, boobs. Yeah. His daughter. Yep. Quentin Beck was trapped in the in the Mysterio helmet that Doctor Strange had, and I guess in the helmet they're just, like, having Christmas dinner or whatever his daughter ends up going in there and they're just like sitting in a farmhouse having Christmas dinner. It's like, Oh, it's not that bad in that helmet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't want to be trapped there for all eternity though. I mean, it could be worse. There are worse places to be trapped for eternity. Farmhouse isn't too bad. Yeah. But it's, it's an illusion of one. It's not a real one. Yeah. I guess that's true. Paul Shear voiced, uh, Quentin Beck in this. Oh, really? I didn't even yeah. realize that. I don't see him as a Mysterio type. No? No. Is he more of a, a uh, lizard? I can see him being the lizard, Electro. yeah. He can like stick his tongue out of the gap tooth and, and shit. Yeah, that works. 
or like a green goblin. He would make a good goblin. Not the voice, but the face. At one point in time when um uh, Knight is explaining that he like talks to the moon, he has a line and I didn't write it down exactly word for word, but I just thought it was weird. I never bothered waste my time like rewinding to get it perfectly. But he says something about how he is a specter for the moon. Yeah. And his name is Mark Specter, so I don't know if like they were trying to like make a nod to like Moon Knight's real name or something instead of just like revealing like, oh yeah, this is Mark Specter. I don't know if they were trying to be clever or not, but it didn't really work. Yeah, let's just say they were, because that that'd be a weird thing to say. I'm a specter for the moon. She like a ghost for the moon? That doesn't make sense. That's all the notes I had here. Yeah, this show is fucking terrible. Yeah, I think I'm I, I'm glad we're done with it. No more specials. I don't care who the guests are. Well, I, I still want to watch that Hawkeye one. Okay, well, as long as but there's Hawkeye. That, I don't care who the All guest right. is. It's not worth it. So so we'll talk about it at least one more time in the future. At, some well, at least point. watch one or two more, yeah. however many Hawkeye episodes yeah. are. Right. So that's it for Spider-Man. Speaking of Hawkeye, did you see they cast uh, a girl to play Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye show? Oh, no, I haven't. So uh, the girl from... True Grit, and uh, she's in one of those Pitch Perfect movies. I remember True Grit. She was a little girl in that. All right, but now she's not like she, now she's like older. Yeah, I mean True Grit was like yeah ten twelve years ago, wasn't it? It was. Imagine her with a bow and arrow instead of a gun. All right, I I see it. All right then. So for next week, what do you want to read? Two thousand and nineteen X Force. Just the first uh, collection, one through six. All right. Sounds good. I want to read Marvel's X Collected. Nice. Is that about X-Men? Um, I don't know. But it has a low rating oh. on Comic Book Roundup, so it's probably stupid. So let's read that. Awesome. No, Thor is on the cover. There's no X-Men on the cover at all, but there is an X. That's odd. Yeah. I mean, don't the X-Men kind of have a ownership of that in the Marvel worlds? Yeah, not even Wolverine is on there. That's weird. All right, well, we'll see. There's a new X. They're taking it back. How about a show? Is there any show to watch? There's always a ton of shows to watch. All right, what should we watch? Ones haven't we watched recently? Uh, Let's watch, like, the old... Iron Man cartoon from the early 90s because I think Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye were his sidekicks on it. Oh, cool. All right. All right. Sure. Let's watch like the first episode of that. All right. Cool. Iron Man. It's got to be. I don't. I think it's just called Iron Man or the Invincible Iron Man. Yeah, we'll find it, it should on, be there. on that site. Yeah, I would imagine so. All right. Awesome. That's it for Giraffesmas. So everyone enjoy your uh, Giraffesmas. And yeah, Merry uh, Giraffesmas to all. Yeah. And to all a good plug. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Um. Damn, that was a good one. <laughs> at least to the God. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. And go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.
Happy Hanukkah. Giraffes go. Oh yeah. Happy giraffes. Uh. Yeah, happy giraffes. Uh. That's the only three holidays, right? Are there other holidays? I don't know. Happy giraffes, Madon. That's probably around the holidays. Oh man, we need to start a giraffes Madon. <laughs> yeah, we do. Can't wait for that episode. Yeah, I think like in that holiday, you have to not eat from sun sun up to sunset, right? But we can just like do the opposite and just eat constantly from sun up from sun up to sunset. Have they tried doing you it that sacrifice way? Sacrifice to praise Allah, or I have no idea who it's even. Well, I'm sacrificing like being too full. You know, I'll get a I'm tummy make ache. A mockery probably. of this actual <laughs> spiritual thing, like. No, Jurassmadon. That's I'm not talking about Ramadan. I'm talking about Jurassmadon. Oh yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Don't make a mockery totally of my different. holiday. I feel oppressed. Yeah, so I think I'm just gonna send back that cyberpunk. I don't really care enough about what happens in it to try it anymore. Cause I know at some point in time everything is just gonna turn like belly up and just become shit. Yeah, like, there that's is no true. getting around that. It's it's not going to not happen, like, right? I love how they recalled it and everything. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pulled from every marketplace now. Like cool. it is insane. Uh, yeah, I'll just wait until PS Five to try that one out. I think get a PC, play it the correct way. Yeah, apparently the that's the way. only way. Like some huge, fucking powerful PC that costs like five thousand dollars. Talk to the, my buddy Steve. He can build you one. Oh, okay. For free? I'll tell him you said for free. Use code GiraffesHPTPod. I'll tell him that code. Free yeah. free gaming for PC. Free. Huh? Yeah, for free that's gaming PC. code. Built by Steve. Yeah, <laughs> everyone used that code. That's the VIP special code right there. Yeah. For I think I'm going to just try to finish through the story of Assassin's Creed as fast as I can now. Yeah, I think that's what I want to do. That's why I haven't sent it back yet. I finally beat Hyrule Warriors, but there's still like other characters to unlock, so I kind of want to do that for no reason. How all. do you unlock them? You have to like yeah, you play the game do more. Shit in game. Yeah. Do more missions and shit. Collect loot. But it's fun. I enjoy the game. Are you gonna get Cyberpunk next? Uh, no. I think I'm gonna go with Spider-Man next. Miles Morales? Yeah, I haven't played it yet. I want to have the exaggerated swagger you of Black Team. You were saying you refused to play it until it was on PS5. Yeah, but I kind of want to play it you now. You swore by that shit when you pre-ordered your PS5. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I should wait more. Stick to your convictions. I don't have any convictions. I mean, you're playing. You're working at uh, Joanne. You can buy a PS5. Why not? Yeah, right. <laughs> 